from iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Monday night. I am Mike De Niro. Welcome to the show today. Make sure you follow on Instagram at Wrestling Delorean Pod. Make sure you also subscribe and download this podcast. We bring you the fight for Monday night every Monday on the Wrestling Delorean Podcast, where we discuss WWE Nitro versus WWF Monday Night Raw. The Monday Night War is in full effect here, and we got a big, big show on store for you here. It is Raw. And Nitro from February 5th, 1996. So let's talk about this stack, stack show because there's a lot going on. First, we're going to talk about Monday Night Raw from February 5th, 1996. And this is a very, very stacked show. This show is the most stacked Raw since we started this journey. This is the most star power that we've seen on Raw as well. This show starts out with a tag team matchup between Yokozuna and the British Bulldog versus Shawn Michaels and Diesel. And this matchup was just really fun, really good. I really enjoyed it. And this is two weeks in a row where Raw starts out really hot. So I enjoyed this matchup. Shawn Michaels and Diesel pick up the victory in this matchup. After the match, Jim Cornette, he's scolding Yokozuna. Yokozuna gets fed up and he starts attacking Jim Cornette. He's beating him down. Owen Hart and the Bridge Bulldog attack Yokozuna. Yokozuna takes them out too. He attacks all three of them. And then they run off. He is scathing. And then he goes chases them after in the back. Really good opening. Good babyface turn here for Yokozuna. I really enjoyed this matchup. Next we get a promo. Mankind is coming. I cannot wait. This is going to be really, really awesome to see McFoley on these shows. So I am excited. Mankind is coming and we have the promos here. Next, Hakushi versus the 1-2-3 Kid. Good matchup. Very fast-paced action. I like this matchup. It, they they complemented each other really well. Had good chemistry with each other. 1-2-3 uh, Kid, the heel here, he is brought to, you, brought to the ring by Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man. They have a baby bottle there. They have baby powder. They have diapers. This is leading to the baby match or whatever the fuck they're calling it against Razor Ramon. It's going to be 1-2-3 Kid versus Razor Ramon at In Your House. 
And I think the loser has to wear a diaper or some bullshit. So, you know, you're still going to find bad with the good, you know. But whatever. This is a good matchup. One, two, three, kid picks up the victory. Clarence Mason, the the lawyer of uh, Camp Cornette, a.k.a. wannabe uh, Johnny Cochran here. He says that he wants Vader reinstated or they will sue the WWF. We get an update on Gorilla Monsoon. Gorilla Monsoon, who was attacked by Vader a couple weeks ago. He's in a neck brace. He has, uh, he said he has some spinal issues. He has something, his intercostals are like messed up, whatever. It's a fake injury. But at the end of the day, we got an update here. And he says that he should have never put his hands on Vader. He wasn't acting like a uh, president of the WWF. He was acting more like Gorilla Monsoon and he apologizes for it. And he said that he does not want Vader reinstated though. We get the main event here. It is Undertaker versus Bret the Hitman Hart for the WWF World Heavyweight title. This was one hell of a matchup. These guys were really, really killing it with each other. And they they, they were doing so good. This matchup was going so well until Diesel comes out. He attacks the Undertaker. He attacks Bret Hart. He attacks the referee. The match is called off. It's, it's considered a draw. Diesel takes out the Undertaker with a jackknife. And then a steel chair shot. Bret Hart fights him off to the back. Like I said, really good matchup. Just a shame it ended the way it ended. But this Raw was absolutely phenomenal. Phenomenal. But we're not done yet. After we come back from the commercial break, to close off the show, we have the final Billionaire Ted Conference, where WWE brings to light that Ted Turner lost $40 million of stockholders' money in his personal vendetta against the WWF, and then put a real news article on it. This was the most surreal Billionaire Ted skit. This wasn't even really a skit. It was more of like an expose in a way. But really good episode of WWF Raw. I'm giving this a 3 out of 5. I really enjoyed it. A lot of star power here. A lot of action. No more job matches. No more squash matches. I love this. Good episode. WWF Raw. They won last week. So let's see if they can hold up because WCW Nitro has a stacked show on their own this night. It is WCW Nitro starts out here on February 5th, 1996 with a world title match between Macho Man Randy Savage and the crippler Chris Benoit. This matchup was phenomenal. Everything looked so crisp. Everything looked so hard hitting. Everything was strong style here. Macho Man really held his own with Chris Benoit. Benoit looked like he belonged here, so it was a real shame that Benoit was not always in this upper echelon here in WCW, but really good matchup. Macho Man at the end, he hit a massive elbow drop to the back of the head of Chris Benoit. By the way, Macho Man was accompanied to the ring by Miss Elizabeth and Woman, so ironically Nancy Benoit, but yeah, so during the matchup, Ric Flair comes out. He goes to attack uh, Miss Elizabeth. Macho Man goes to attack Ric Flair. And then Woman turns her back on Macho Man and rejoins Ric Flair. She rejoins the Four Horsemen. And it was all a rue. The Dungeons of Doom is out. The Four Horsemen is out. They're attacking Macho Man Randy Savage. Hulk Hogan comes out. He has uh, stitches over his eye still. He comes out. He fights off Ric Flair. Flair then attacks Hogan. The Dungeon of Doom continue to attack Hogan. The Giant hits 
Hulk Hogan with the big steel chair. He goes for it again, but Zodiac, a.k.a. Brutus the fucking Barber Beefcake, he tells him not to. That's, you know, there's that friendship there between Brutus Beefcake and Hulk Hogan, so they're going to play off that. But then Hulk Hogan's a bloody mess. He's just bleeding profusely. It is a sight to be seen here. Crazy, crazy way to open up this show. The matchup, I give it three out of five stars. The segment after, I give it three out of five stars. Everything was well done and done properly. Really good. Next on the show, we get Hugh Morris and Kevin Sullivan versus Brian Pillman and Arn Anderson. This was a good tag match that was a complete brawl. This is going off of what happened last week where there was problems between Arn Anderson and Kevin Sullivan because Kevin Sullivan wanted Arn Anderson to discipline Brian Pillman, but he wouldn't. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Because he said that this is family. Arn Anderson got hit with a broomstick by somebody in the back. It was not seen who it was. And the match is thrown out when the Taskmaster is just whipping Brian Pillman with a belt. This is brutal. Really crazy matchup here. DQ finished, but it didn't feel like we were robbed of anything. It was just an absolute wild brawl. Next we get the Nature Boy, Ric Flair versus Buff Bagwell. Really good showing for Bagwell. Really good showing for Flair. Flair wins with the figure four leg lock. He makes Bagwell submit. Savage is out. Him and Flair start brawling. They are separated. They're brought to the back. So it is announced at the uh, fall brawl. It will be Hulk Hogan in a steel cage match, I believe, with the Giant. And Savage in a steel cage match with Ric Flair. Main event of the night, we have... By the way, I meant Super Brawl, not Fall Brawl. Super Brawl, which is... The next Sunday, so I will be talking all about Super Brawl. Next week's Fight for Monday Night will all be about Super Brawl, WCW Super Brawl 1996. So stay tuned for that. Main event of the night, we got Sting and Lex Luger versus the Road Warriors in a really good tag team matchup here. I really love this tag team match. 
guys hear the sirens? Scott Stein is here. Holla if you hear me. Anyway, we got a really good matchup here between these two teams. Everything was going fine and dandy until Lex Luger cheated to win and Sting didn't see it or know it. But the Road Warriors did see it. The Road Warriors are pissed off. Sting is a little apprehensive to raise his hand with Sting. Well, I mean with uh, Lex Luger. But be that as it may, they retain the tag team champions. The Road Warriors are pissed off. They get on the mic. They say that they want the winners of Sting and Luger versus Harlem Heat at Super Brawl. This is going to be really interesting. I enjoyed this Nitro. That matchup to me was a two and a half out of five star matchup. I loved seeing Sting interact with the Road Warriors. I always thought that they were awesome together. This Nitro was really good. I just don't know though. I don't know if I give it above a Raw rating. I think Raw beat Nitro two weeks in a row in my opinion. I definitely think that they were better than Nitro on this night. But Nitro did do a good job making me want to see Super Brawl because they really added a lot of personal issues to the feuds of the Hulk Hogan and the Giant, Ric Flair and Randy Savage, Sting and Luger, and the Road Warriors. So it's really interesting, and I can't wait to see what happens at Super Brawl. There's going to be two cage matches. Really, really cool stuff here. Really good stuff from both these shows. But like I said, Raw edges it out just by a little bit. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with a new episode of This Is Extreme. Back again. It's been a quite a while, but we got it going on. This is the fallout from... ECW's Wrestlepalooza 1997, widely regarded as the greatest ECW show of all time. We are going to talk about all the fallout from where Jerry the King Lawler invaded with Rob Van Dam, Sabu, Bill Alfonso, Luis Piccoli to take out the whole ECW roster, basically. We're going to be talking about Taz losing to Sabu but winning the TV championship. And we will be talking about all the fallout from Wrestlepalooza, including the tag team title situation, because the Eliminators are down a man, and the Dully Boys feel that they're owed a tag team title shot, regardless if Harry Saturn is able to wrestle or not. We also got thoughts from Rick Rude on Jerry the King Lawler, and a scathing promo from Taz that really rips a new asshole into ECW, Rob Van Dam, and Jerry the King Lawler. So, let's get into this Stack Stack show. This is ECW Hardcore TV from June 17th, 1997. Like I said, this is the fallout from Wrestlepalooza. So the show starts with all the highlights of Wrestlepalooza, including the complete invasion by Jerry the King Lawler, Sabu, Rob Van Dam, and Louis Spicoli, along with Bill Alfonso, them taking out the whole ECW roster until Taz shows up. <sighs> Tommy Dreamer cuts a promo while he's stitched up. He's got a big-ass gash in his head, and while he's getting stitched up, he's cutting a promo. He says he wants to thank Louis Spicoli. He wants to thank Rob Van Dam and Jerry Lawler and Sabu and RVD because Raven gave him a reason to die, but they give him a reason to live. And he wants their ass. So, this leads to Rick Rude standing with Joey Styles. Rick Rude says that he 
is not here to discuss Jerry Lawler. He said pieces of shit like Jerry Lawler is the reason why he left WWE. He wants to talk about the athletes of ECW. He said he is surprised that the combined age of his last two girlfriends isn't 24, which is, they're, they're really shooting on Jerry Lawler's past legal issues with the whole underage thing there. If you don't know, then look it up. We get a promo from Jerry the King Lawler here. Jerry the King Lawler says that Rob Van Dam did not sell out. Every time RVD appears on ECW, the, cr- the crowd chants, you sold out, you sold out. He said, in actuality, Paul E. Heyman sold out because he wants a job with the World Wrestling Federation. And he said, hey, just let me know. I could talk to Vince McMahon. I could get you in the World Wrestling Federation. He says that Tommy Dreamer, anytime, anywhere, come fight him. Sandman is a dope addict, and Terry Funk is a has-been. He said that ECW is in front of a bunch of 500 degenerates where WWF is seen by billions across the world, and ECW will never be on the level of the WWF. We are then shown the same segment we seen last week of Sabu versus Taz, the rematch from Barely Legal, where Sabu wins, but then Taz challenges... Shane Douglas for three minutes and beats him and chokes him out for the ECW television champion. Tab, after this, Taz cuts a promo. He says that he tapped out Douglas in under three minutes. And Douglas is someone who's a former Intercontinental Champion, World Heavyweight Champion, and a bunch of accolades. He says that Paul Heyman revealed that Jerry Lawler has a kid who wrestles. And then he said, who really gives a flying fuck? Who cares if Jerry Lawler has a kid who wrestles? Then the line of the promo, he says that he's surprised that Jerry Lawler dates women old enough to have kids. He says, who cares if RVD jumps ships? He says, uh, Tommy Dreamer and the same man are over here trying to get RVD to stop talking about other promotions and wanting to jump ships. He said, let him go. Who cares? He he then says that Vince McMahon passed on him in the past and now he wants him. He says, but he can't have him. He can't have ECW as long as he's here, as long as he's the television champion. He says that ECW belongs to him. And he issues you a, he issues an open challenge to anybody in the world to come face him for that ECW television title. Next, we got the Dudley Boys in the ring with Todd Gordon. He says that Perry Saturn is injured and out for a year. The Eliminators come out with the tag team champions. They have to surrender the champions. Perry Saturn says nothing means more to him in this world than those titles. Perry wants them to lose it in a fight. Todd Gordon says that Perry Saturn is not legally cleared to wrestle, so... It's going to be Cronus versus the Dudley Boys in a two-on-one match, which leads to a three-on-one because Big Dick Dudley gets involved a lot. And the Dudley Boys are just decimating Cronus here. Cronus could barely get his comeuppance. The Dudley Boys are destroying him. But then Perry Saturn, with one good leg, gets involved. He hits the Dudley Boys with a bunch of shots with the crutch. And then he actually goes up to the top rope with one leg and hits a diving elbow with one freaking leg. This leads to Cronus hitting the 450 and a pin 1-2-3. The Eliminators are still the tag team champions. And there's only one man there because Perry Saturn is going to be on the show for the next year. This was an absolute amazing way to end the show and very fun. This was a fun show. ECW Hardcore TV has a lot of uh, promos, a lot of story building, and this was a good breather episode after what was a jam-packed, action-packed episode last week. 
So I'm excited to see where they go. It was announced that the next ECW pay-per-view, Hardcore Heaven 97, will be taking place on August 17th. So that is coming up soon, and we will be discussing all about that too. So make sure that you tune into that. I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. Make sure you tune in on Monday for the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Thank you for all the support. Make sure you follow on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Go give your mother a hug. Tell her Happy Mother's Day. Tell her you love her. One love. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 